Welcome to Life, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Mohit Tatera. Mohit, are you ready to do this? Ready to do this, George. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Excited to have you on. Let's go. Mohit is a serial entrepreneur, investor, and consultant with business experience from around the world. He's the founder and CEO of micro-private equity firm, Black Book Investments. Mohit, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Yeah, sure. I'll just give a quick rundown of how I got to where I am today. Uh, I'm Mohit. I'm I'm from India, a city called Jodhpur, also called the Blue City. And um, I am here. I'm calling from here today. Uh, I visit here often, like every month. Uh, so stay close to family and friends. Otherwise, I'm basically uh, mostly based in New Delhi, close to New Delhi, rather, in Gurgaon. So I started my career about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And um, I went to one of the top colleges in, in the country and, and did my engineering and all. And then after that, I you know, decided to take up a job for about a year. Uh, but it was pre-decided that I'm not going to hold on to that job for long because I want to do my own thing, uh, which is what I did. So I, I quit the job about in about one year and uh, started experimenting with uh, different businesses, online businesses, uh, starting with blogging. I was learning to create websites and learning WordPress while at the job, like in the evenings, I mean. Uh, so I learned that. I started making websites, blogs, review blogs, all of that, started blogging. Uh, but that didn't turn out well for me because I could not make any money from that for about a year and a half. I tried that. And then I, yeah, uh, then I was like, you know, there, there must be some way to make this online thing work, you know, make money online. Like we all search for it when we start off our journey. And and why I wanted to do something online was because I wanted the time freedom and location freedom. I'd recently read the book for our work week, which, work week, which most of us have read. So that was the reason for me choosing to go for an online only business it gives me the time and location freedom. And why I wanted to do business in the first place was because I'd read another book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, like when I was in grade 10. So that made me, you know, want to go for doing my own business, doing my own thing. I did those book, two books influenced my career, I'd say. And um, I was like, okay, there, there must be some, some other way to go about it. So I came across this, um, website called Flippa, which was a marketplace for buying and selling online businesses and websites. And uh, I could see people selling their websites that were making money that were generating revenue for a multiple of their earnings. So I had some money saved up, about a couple thousand dollars back in 2012. And uh, that's when I bought my first website slash business. It was a social media marketing company, like not a company exactly, but yeah, a service rather, I'd say. And um, it was you know, I bought that for $2,500, ran that, grew that for, grew that for six months and, and sold it for like five times what I paid for it and also made money in the process, like while uh, as income while I was running it. So that was my first taste of uh, the online business and made me realize that, okay, this thing does work. I tried to repeat that, replicate that thing. Uh, and I got scammed the second time around, $3,000 out of pocket, got scammed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that is life. So uh, I didn't lose heart. I just kept at it and then uh, bought another website and that worked pretty well for me. So that started my you know online business uh, career, I'd say. And uh, that was in 2012 and 13. In 2014, I was visiting a friend of mine uh, in, in the US 
actually in 2013 when i had sold the first website i was visiting a friend of mine in the us and i always wanted to go to the us to you know visit and meet friends and all and he saw me i was living with him for a few weeks so he saw me do something online on my laptop every day and he was like what do you do so he got interested and he was like you know i have some money to invest can you invest it on my behalf in a website or something which is when the idea for blackbook kind of originated and uh, i we bought a website for him uh, i was managing it for him it worked out beautifully for him and then he got his family and friends involved and in 2014 i formalized my company blackbook investments and uh, the rest is history right now we manage about 7 to 8 million dollars worth of online businesses across uh, uh, you know our whole portfolio and uh, we are growing at quite a good pace right now so yeah in short that's what i am where i am and what we do as a company what a great story thank you for sharing that and kudos to you for do you think that if you would have gotten scammed on the first one that we wouldn't be having this conversation? We wouldn't be talking maybe, you know, exactly. That was lucky. You know, I do thank my stars every day like that, you know, I got lucky on the first deal. And uh, yeah, I mean, I did the third due diligence, everything, you know, that I could do to make sure it was not a scam. So, but yeah, still, there were, there were still could have been scammed. I could have still been scammed. So lucky me that it worked out well for me first time around. Yeah. yeah. Life is a funny thing. Uh, is yeah. is it knowable how many profitable online businesses that there are? Hundreds. I mean, uh, I'd say thousands even actually, not even hundreds. There's a lot of brokers these days. There's a lot of market bases. This business is still, this, this industry is still in the nascent stage, but it's growing very fast. You know, lots of private equity money is coming in. A lot of even, you know, VC backed companies are getting into this. You've seen like companies like Thrasio and you know Thrasio, and there's many more like Thrasio. They they are like aggregators. They come in, they have investor money. They come in and buy businesses one after the other, and then they roll them up on the back end and then they streamline operations and all. They do that for so. There's a lot of you know such companies and aggregators for e-com businesses, even SaaS. Not so many for content-based businesses like you know affiliate sites or display ad websites, uh, which is what we are doing right now. So yeah. Got it. Okay. So why did you zero in on the niche that, 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 that you decided on? Because that was the most straightforward to get started with, I'd say, because SaaS software as a service still needs you to be somewhat technical. I was not technical. Uh, then e-com has a physical component to it, which is, you know, you have inventory, you have logistics, you need running capital. And then there are external factors that can affect the business, like, you know, the pandemic or shipping costs, all of that. So uh, I wanted to be it to be as online as it could be, you know, like less tangible, fully intangible, you know, so that way. Yeah. So your your model, your your process is you are looking for companies that are profitable, they're having some success and take it from there. Take it from there. Yeah. We ideally try to buy and hold we're like we're long-term holders so we try to or you know identify companies that have a solid history of earnings and that have shown a growth trajectory and then we take them over and then keep holding them uh either it's for our investors or for our own portfolio we also work with the biggest one of the biggest in fact rather the biggest uh brokers in the industry uh, who are empire flippers and uh, we work with them on their empire flippers capital program wherein they match investors with operators so we raised two rounds of investments with them, 1 million and 1.5 million. And we might do another one very soon. We raised that money and put that into buying content businesses 
uh, for their investors. Yeah. So you have you have it sounds like it sounds like two models. One where you want to acquire and then manage them and and and, and run them and grow them and hold on to them, buy and hold. And then the other is. Uh, potentially look for acquisition targets that you can build up and then sell again? Yeah. So uh, both are kind of, uh, in a way, the same. We, we don't buy with the aim of selling mostly, but yeah, unless an investor specifies that they're looking at a two-year horizon or a three-year horizon that they want to exit, we planned accordingly. So we buy assets. Uh, uh, they have to pass our due diligence process, so there's no differentiation there. Uh, it's just that the amount the investor is looking to invest, that changes with every investor and their holding career changes. Uh, that's two things. We also have our in-house group buy or like fund of sorts, not a fund fund, but it's a group buy. And uh, that's for people who uh, do not have like $100,000 to invest with us, which is needed to work one-on-one with us. So we have a other option, which is a minimum of $25,000, a group buy when we pull money from multiple investors, and then buy bigger assets and multiple assets using those uh, the, the pooled funds. Uh, so that gives these investors, uh, uh, their money is spread across multiple businesses. So it's uh, less risky and they are investing a lesser amount than if they would if they bought a business themselves one-to-one. So for $100,000, we work with you one-on-one and we uh, identify and buy a business of your liking uh, based on our you know judgment and our analysis. And it could be anything above $100,000 because that allow us to charge the fee that we think uh, would it would take us to, you know, properly manage and grow that business. So, yeah, that's one-on-one. So you own the business in that case, 100%, whereas in the group buy, you own a fraction of the whole thing, basically. Got it. So in the, in the I own the business 100%, I'm, I'm investing $100,000. And I'm relying on your expertise to make sure that I don't have the same experience you had with your second acquisition of getting scammed and losing my money. So knowing that you know what you're doing and you're going to pick the right target that is aligned with, I assume, a lot of my interests or or, 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 or desires. And then I'm the CEO of the company. Am, 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 am I making decisions? Am I operating it at all? It's mostly passive for you, to be honest, because... Uh... Most investors uh, that work with us do not have an experience in running websites and online businesses. So it's right. completely passive, I'd say. You get a monthly report at the end of every month uh, of, that details the work that we did on, on your business and what we're planning to do in the next month and uh, how much revenue the site did. All of that, you get a report every every month. And uh, you own the business, you own the domain, you own everything. So if I vanish, if my company vanishes you know, from the face of the earth, you still have that business and you can run it or you can hire someone else to do it for you. So you're safe there. And uh, even the income, is that goes to your account, basically. So we are just managers. We just invoice you for our services. Everything goes to you, the income, the domain, everything. You have full ownership and control. Yeah. Nice. So I don't have to worry about yeah. when and you don't pay me. Yeah, exactly. And you don't pay me the hundred thousand. We we do the deal. We facilitate the deal via escrow.com, escrow, and uh the money changes hand between you and the seller. And it's very transparent. So you know who you're buying from or, or who's selling to you. Yeah. Nice. And as 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 you look at the You've got the seventy-eight million dollars of of businesses that you're working with, which is that's that's cer- certainly that's a huge number. 
where where are you looking at the biggest opportunities um, for growing that? What, what's 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 kind of next for you? Yeah, so this, this this business is linearly scalable. It's not exponentially scalable like a software business is. So the more number of businesses I'm managing or acquiring, the more people I need, you know, to run and manage those businesses. Uh, and that's a challenging thing because you don't find smart people, uh, you know, who can join your team and you know, um, you know, work on these businesses because most people who know how to do this are doing it themselves. That's the thing. So it's. It's tough for us to find the right, you know, uh, people for the job, but we are, uh, you know, able to find them somehow. Uh, so I think the opportunity lies in uh, either going into one niche hard and then making a dominance there. Like, you know, let's say a personal finance, you know, you may be aggregating multiple sites and, you know, becoming like a media company in that niche, like a conglomerate, like, you know, a, a new age media company, if you would, that's, that's one opportunity. But another opportunity we see is in the tangential, which is uh SAS getting into SAS. SAS software is uh, exponentially scalable. You know, you need to make it once and then you can sell multiple copies uh, of that uh, software, you know, without employing more manpower. So we're looking to build a team in-house for managing and growing SaaS businesses. So that's the next frontier, I'd say, for us at least. Yeah. Nice. Well, that certainly does make sense. Um, you know, making the decision to 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 go deep within one industry, and then deciding on 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 SaaS. So it's fascinating. In the United States, uh, we are going through this, or there's talk about something called quiet quitting, which is people getting really frustrated with uh, their work and not feeling like it's meaningful. So they kind of stop and just sort of, um, anyway. And you referenced having a hard time finding, because a lot of people are, in fact, entrepreneurial, so they're doing it on their own. Um, yeah. Are you seen a, a shift in, in Indian have. culture towards that? I have, I have, you know, earlier it used to be, you know, why should we hire you as a company? Now the script is changing, now it's kind of flipping on its head, you know, now candidates are asked like, why should we work for you that way? So it's kind of, you know, so you need to, salary is not a motivation enough now these days. You need to bring way more than that to the table to attract the best talent. And with the pandemic, I think it's gone really competitive because earlier, uh, like big companies maybe weren't hiring remote only, you know, for remote only positions, but now you're competing with, ABC, you know, Google, Microsoft, everyone is hiring remote and uh, that's who we are competing with. So small businesses like ours cannot match or offer anywhere close to the salaries that these big corporations can. So it truly takes someone who's truly passionate about what we do to come work with us. Basically, they really want to do this. That's why they come, come with us. Of course, we, of course, we, all, we give competitive and good salaries. Uh, that's a given. Like, <laughs> There's no way around it. So mm. we need to offer more than that. So only people who are really interested in what we're doing they are attracted by us and that's the kind of people we want. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine that's also true really of, of, of the folks who are investing with you. And so putting their faith and money into your organization. So what, what do you really think or what is your, you know, for lack of a better term, secret sauce, or what is it that you're really good at that attracts investors and, and employees to black book investments? Yeah, I'd say, uh, usually you'd maybe hear, you know, ROI is what we can give and that's an attraction to the investors, but I'd, I'd not say ROI. I'd say uh, service and being honest are the two things that, you know, uh, we value a lot at BlackBook. 
So we provide a service that, you know, once you've experienced it, uh, you'd not want to move away from us, you know? So, and, and we, and honesty is the second thing, like I said, uh, we just lay it out. It is, you know, we, we tell it to you how it is. Um, if your asset is not performing or if we goofed up or we just tell that to you. So honesty about what we are doing and what is expected, uh, what is expected of us or what they, the investors can expect. You know, we don't make false promises in terms of ROI and all. Uh, what is the cherry on the top is that we have been able to provide uh, a really good ROI historically, you know, like almost uh, 29, 30% annualized based on our last seven, eight years of working with investors. So that's uh, like a really added bonus. But I don't think that's why people work with us, investors. You know, I think they come because we want to be, we are genuine. I think we're really genuine as a company and as people in our company. And that's what attracts uh, investors to us, like personal level, I would say. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. That's what I think that we would rather just know what's really going on in a situation versus trying to sugarcoat it or dance around it and not address the yeah. elephant in the room or, or the issues. I'd rather just know, and then we can actually put a plan together for getting past any problems that we're experiencing. Exactly. Yeah. And I imagine that those things come up all the time because we're talking about, you know, so many different moving parts with e-commerce and software as yeah. a service. So there's probably always something that's not operating perfectly. Exactly. Something or the other, there's always a fire that's going on. You got to put it out. So uh, sometimes Google will act up, you know, with their new algorithm or a new update. Sometimes Amazon will slash their affiliate commission. So there's something or the other always going on, but it is a fine act of, you know, balancing, balancing investor expectations with the reality. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's really exciting. And I think uh, I think what you're doing makes sense to me as, 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 as I hear you explain it. So it sounds like it's a great opportunity. What is the process if somebody is says, yeah, this sounds pretty interesting. How do they, how do you get yeah. started? Yeah, you, you just go to our website, blackbookinvestments.com. Uh, we're in the process of, you know, redoing the website, but yeah, you can go there and uh, just fill out the investor questionnaire. Uh, it just, you know, a few questions that, you know, asks you what your experience with online businesses, how much you're looking to invest, where you're based, what your expectations are, what your goals are. Then we get on a call with you. We understand your, you know, mindset, what you're looking for, what kind of an investment uh, uh, you're looking for, ROI, and what kind of a general investor you are. Are you risk averse? Are you, you know, okay to taking risks? All of that. And then we start with uh, going out and finding the right deal for you if all checks out. And from there on, we, we send you deals uh, that are pre-vetted by us. If you like any of those, you tell us, hey, Mohit, I like this one. Can we dig deeper into that? We do that. Then we dig deeper into that. We put more people from the team into doing due diligence on that deal. If everything checks out, we get on calls with the seller and try to negotiate on your behalf. So it's totally hands-off for you, even when the buying process is going on. And we get you the best deal possible on that purchase. Uh, and that's what we charge our fee for. Uh, and once the deal has been done, uh, we start managing the business for you and it's totally passive for you from there. So in short, that's how we work. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That so makes write sense. To us, like, you can go to blackbookinvestments.com or write to me at mohit at bbi.xyz and happy to help. Yeah. bbi.xyz. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Mohi your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to blackbookinvestments.com and go through that investor questionnaire and find out if this is a good fit for you and see if there's opportunities that match up with what you're trying to accomplish. And it's uh, Mohit at bbi.xyz. M-O-H-I-P at bbi.xyz. Perfect. Thanks again, Mohit. Thank you so much, George. Thanks for having me. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.